Hello and welcome back to Feast of Thanksgiving. My name is Pilgrim Cole. And back with me again for the third time. Wait, yes. This isn't the third time. Feast of Thanksgiving it is. Oh yeah, that's right. I have with me Puritan Josh. Howdy, 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 howdy. How you doing? Good, how about you? I'm I'm well. So, for our last feast of Thanksgiving, oh, Sad emoji. Tear emoji. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to be watching one of my favorite films, probably from my childhood, maybe, I don't know, we'll find out again, but maybe one of my favorite films of all time. It didn't make my top 10 initially, but I might have to throw it in there. I have, a, I have a top 10 list on my phone that I, I made a, a, with a Jake a while back. And it didn't make it, but... You and your lists. You're, like, you're like Monica Geller. I'm not I'm not that crazy. <laughs> I might have OCD, but I'm not Monica Geller OCD. <laughs> and I, I really do have OCD. <laughs> like, I've been diagnosed. But anyway. So, today, today, today tonight, tonight, we are watching the Walt Disney Pictures classic... Return to Oz. Yeah, boy. So Return to Oz, if you didn't know, was a movie made 1980s, I want to say 84. It, yeah, it looks it looks like either late 80s or early 90s. It's something around that age. I had a videotape of it when I was younger. And uh, me and my sister, my sister was a huge Wizard of Oz fan, the, the movie. And uh, I, I didn't know that much about, I'd seen the Wizard of Oz, I didn't think much about it. But after um, after we found this videotape that was just randomly in our house, I don't know how it got there. That's pretty scary. But anyway, <laughs> um, we, we watched this tape, and I literally thought this was the sequel to The Wizard of Oz. And in a way, it is to the, to the, to the music or to the, to the original film. It's kind of like a combination of the second and third books in The Wizard of Oz series. Yes, it, it actually is more, is more faithful to the books than the original Wizard of Oz movie. Even oh, yeah. though it combines the second and third. Well, and also, well, we'll talk about that later. So I won't say anything yet, but, um, so we're, we're going to, we're going to step into this world again, into the wonderful world of Oz. Yes. Um, Josh, I know you're a big Wizard of Oz fan. You oh, yeah. actually, um. Well, what's funny is, you know, even, even though I was a huge fan of the books and, and the, the movie too, I don't think I had ever heard of return to oz until i met you um yeah I, I remember us in our uh college dorm watching this movie on youtube when i found it again classic and uh i i couldn't remember the excitement and we made quite a few jokes that lasted for a couple of years <laughs> after that well we referenced it last night yeah we did because i was thinking i I've, it was so hard thinking of a movie for me to do for this month, I, I went through over and over my head, like movies I liked. None of them really stuck with me. And then this one hit and I was like, okay, I'm doing this one. So before we get in here, Josh, uh, I'm going to ask you a few questions. I'm going to answer a few questions about this movie. So Josh, I know you've seen it. You've seen it once maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That time we watched it at college. Um, so Josh, going back to this movie, like, what do you remember about it? Cause this is technically a familiar feast, but what do you remember about this movie? Well, I remember, I remember it has a, a darker feel to it. Mm, yes. Um, 
you know, almost kind of like a uh, post-apocalyptic. Oz. Oz, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, that definitely that definitely has stood out all these years. Love it, love it. Uh, probably one of the scariest and most memorable things in this movie are the wheelers. Yeah, yeah. Behave, behave, I'll be Is good. Is that a chicken? Isn't that a chicken in there with you? <laughs> love it, okay. Yeah, this movie is so dark. Um, and it's great. I love the way it takes its tone. So, Josh, what do you feel like, you know, when you first watched this movie, what do you remember feeling like watching it? Like, how did you feel afterwards? Well, it was it was um, pretty exciting seeing that, that they took elements from the books um, and how, and how uh, close to the books they were. And, you know, even though the... The Wizard of Oz movie, um, it 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 was almost it was almost like a combination of the Wizard of Oz movie and the books, definitely because it had it had that one aspect which we'll which we'll discuss later. Yes, and and the fact that, like I said, it combines the the second and third books together, uh, Land of Oz and. Um, Ozma Ozma Vaz. Um <clears throat> and it had and it had some memorable characters in it, like you said, the wheelers and my personal favorite uh from the books, Jack Pumpkinhead. Yes, and uh our Jack Pumpkinhead is a close second, but TikTok is actually my favorite. <laughs> uh oh no. <laughs> I remember as a kid thinking they just replaced all the like old characters with new ones like TikTok is the Tin Man, Pumpkinhead's the Scarecrow, and like the Gump is the Lion. <laughs> and so I was like, what's going on here? But or Belina's the Lion, I guess. Or either one. But no, Belina's they're, Toto. They're, and then they're talking the Gump. animals. So. Yeah, so we'll, 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 you'll see. Well, hopefully you'll see. Hopefully you'll watch this movie. Oh, but Belina. Um, we're going to jump into this familiar feast, this familiar Thanksgiving feast. And uh, before we do, Josh, what do you think you'll give this movie Again, like at the end of it, what do you think your final score will be? I'll probably give it give it a seven or eight. Seven or eight. I think I'm going to go with an eight and a half. I think this nostalgia for this movie is going to hit well. Um, I think the effects might bring it down a little bit, but yeah, I might I give it some props that. for um, its innovation in this movie. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I mean, again, well, and it, and it brings beloved characters, yes, to the big screen, and and um, and. I guess you could say lesser known beloved characters. Yes. Characters that I didn't like. I remember getting excited when I was reading the second and third books and the characters that I had known from this movie popped up in those books. Again, TikTok, Jack Pumpkinhead, Belina. These are characters that I hadn't, I didn't know Ozma. anything about, you know. Ozma. Oh my gosh. Ozma actually is my favorite character in all of them. <laughs> like she is my favorite in all of she, Oz. She's, you know, from, from the second book onward, she, she's a central character she's a titular character in literally the first movie you know you don't even know she's she's much like uh not saying that she's god but she's much how like uh, aslan is in the narnia books yes or kind of like um the uh, fairy the fairy princess mother and the the, uh oh my gosh the princess and the goblins or uh oh george mcdonald yeah the grandmother or uh or gandalf in the lord of the rings yeah ozma is like She's someone you'll find in this movie, but we'll get She's to it. She's a very charming character. I love Ozma's character. And I love the actress in this movie who plays Dorothy. She grows up to be a old, uh, 
uh, what's her name in the Adam Sandler movie? She plays in an Adam Sandler movie. She's the main character in the uh, the Waterboy movie. The girl, <gasps> Vicky Valancourt. She's Vicky Valancourt. Yeah, but that but that's weird because in this movie she's like a little girl, but in the Adam Sandler movie, which in Waterboy, which would have been in the nineties, I mean, it's a complete difference. That's really weird. But anyway, anyway, we're gonna get to this movie, so we'll be right back after our feast of Thanksgiving of. Return to Oz. See you after our feast. Check, check, check. Check, check, check. Nick, 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 Nickelodeon. Bro, we harmonized that. Yo, it's really cool. That's <laughs> staying in. And welcome back. Josh, we just finished watching probably one of the best movies of all time. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I, like I was telling you at the end of the movie, I, I've, I'd forgotten how, how good of a movie it was. Yeah, I mean, this movie, this movie is like... I forgot how good it was, too, because this movie just, it, it hits me on a different level. I grew up with this movie, and I think if not for this movie, I don't know if I would love the Oz universe as much as I do. Yeah, that that makes sense. I mean, um, I feel like this, this could be a, a very good gateway into the Oz universe. You don't even, well, I mean, it's good to watch... Or even read the original, you know, the Wizard of Oz movie and the wonderful Wizard of Oz. But, I mean, if if you jump straight into this, I feel like it's, you know, something good to start off with. Because it's a good movie. Yeah. So, this movie, we'll, we'll jump into it. This movie takes place six months after the original events of the tornado that took Dorothy or the... The Twister! The Twister! The Twister! Is that what it says? Six months? Yeah, she because they mentioned it's been six months since the tornado, and you know you still haven't slept well. Uh, Aunt Em yeah. is coming upstairs, and Dorothy just she's just not living like she's not living her best life. She says it's it's past one a.m. and you you still haven't fallen asleep. And I I asked you, I, you know, why are they up so late? And she's like <laughs> washing clothes, and like Uncle Henry, he hurt she's his ankle, there. broke his ankle. They're trying to fix their new house up, and they can't get it fixed because. Because he hurt his ankle. And so Dorothy's going to do her chores in the morning. They're going to take her to a special doctor, in quotation, or in air quotes, um, that will help fix her from her uh, sleeplessness. sleeplessness, from her her dreams. Well, well I think I think it's, for, for Aunt Em, it's, it's mainly just to help get Dorothy to sleep. I don't think, I don't think, you know, the, the other stuff is necessarily a problem with her. It's just she wants Dorothy to sleep well. Yeah, and, and so, they, you know, they're worried. Basically, they're her parents. They're worried about her. So so they're taking her to this doctor. But before they do, Dorothy is going, is checking out. You know, she's doing her daily chores. This sets, you know, takes place in the early 1900s. So she's like doing. Because yeah, the doctor said, you know, the, the year 1900. He's is, like, we're getting into the 20th century. And so Dorothy's on a farm. She's doing her chores. She's checking the chickens to make sure they have 
eggs, and she's checking a special chicken named Belina. Oh. And Belina, she's like, where's your eggs, Belina? She's like, you know what will happen if you don't lay any eggs. Are we are we gonna do a bookworm corner or are we just gonna go ahead and discuss the book now? I think we can go ahead and discuss the book some now. Okay, because um, yeah, in 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 um Ozma of Oz where we meet Belina in the books, you know, her name's not Belina, it's actually Bill. And uh Bill, Dorothy's Bill, like Bill, Bill, that's a boy's Bill, name. We're gonna we're gonna Bill, call you Belina to feminize it. There you go. Femin- feminize. Mm. Welcome to your local radio. Feminize Welcome. 101.6. Piece of film book lounge. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Mm. There's a balloon in the corner. Mm. Bust <laughs> <Bus> sexy. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um. So while Dorothy is taking care of Belina's, you know, droppings or lack thereof, she finds that there is a key there with the O. Well, it well it's Z. got dirt filled in it, yeah. and then she cleans it out. And it, it it's it's a key to Oz. And I'm just gonna go ahead and say it at this point, I love her acting. Um, Laura Falk was it? I think that was her name. Vicky Valancourt. Well, she plays Vicky Valancourt in Waterboy. If you've seen that movie. But see, the thing is, is, uh, you know, we we kept discussing through the movie and even after the movie, you know, was this a dream or not? Yes, and, we'll, we'll get to that. Well, I know that, but I mean. I'm just saying, like, we'll get to what we mean by, was it a dream? Uh, okay, well, do I, should I No, you, you can thing? go on. I'm just saying. Well, I was just going to say, because. You know, Dorothy finds that key, and then yeah. she brings it to Aunt M and shows her the the O and the Z and stuff. And but and Aunt M clearly sees it, and the doctor that they go to sees it too. But remember, she says it's just a key to the old house. Now she doesn't look at it at all. That's true. Yeah, but she does say it is just a uh, key to the old house. It's not Laura Falk. What the heck is her name? But um, they end up going to the doctor, and Dorothy's kind of reluctant to go, but she's going to go anyway. And um, there's so many lines in this movie I remember because I watched this movie I've, so. I've never been past much Franklin before as a kid. I don't remember that one at all. But one of my favorite ones that, and it's just a random line, but I just remember they're leaving on the carriage. She's like, "Bye, Em, or bye, bye, Uncle Henry, bye, Toto," and then Toto's running after, and she's like, "Go home, Toto, go home." And she's like, "Will he be all right?" Am she's like, "He's she's a he's a dog. He'll he, be fine." He knew he knew something was gonna about to go down. Yes, he did. He he literally was like, "Crap's about to hit the fan," and I'm not gonna be there to save you, Dorothy. As we know from the books as well as the movies, Toto is a very intelligent dog. Yes, I love Toto, and he's a different breed than he is in the original movie. But well, even. Well, in the books, in the movies, I mean, even even in the books, he's a different breed. In uh, in um, was it Road to Oz that we see him again? Or yeah, is it, or yeah, is it's it Road to Oz. The Wizard and Dorothy and Oz. I think he's in book. No, he's in Road to Oz for sure. I don't think okay. it's Wizard and Dorothy. I think it's the one with Shaggy Man, and that's Road to Oz. Yeah. Okay, so just just to clear things up though. 
the character's name or the the woman who plays the character of Dorothy in this movie, and this movie was made in 1985, so she was a kid. Is Faruza Balk, not mm-hmm. Laura Falk. I got that. I don't know where Laura came you got, from. You got the last name right. Well, it's Balk, not Falk. Oh well, close enough. But yeah, like in the the original Wonderful Wizard, he's he's like a terrier, but then in Road to Oz, he's some different breed. Yeah. So from, uh, from the pictures, it never says his breed. Yeah, but it does. It's definitely a different dog. Dorothy's saying, so she finds this key and she's like, my friends are in trouble. And Aunt Em's obviously like, your friends don't exist, basically. She's like, you are having trouble. Something happened to you during that tornado. You got traumatized and you've been, you haven't been the same since. Let's go see this doctor. Basically telling her that a screw got knocked loose. Yeah, basically. So they go to this doctor and this is uh, electroshock therapy, which is uh, illegal. But well, back in I the mean, day, this was this was new. This was new this was stuff. The new stuff, the the good stuff. You know, back in the day, like this was basically she was going to get tortured because she was basically brought to a mental asylum. It seems like. Well, yeah, or maybe like a psych place. And, well, I was um, just going to. say, I mean, I don't think it was their in, intention to torture her. They thought what they were doing was. I don't the know, latest that, stuff, but I mean, doctor. we can we can look back at it now and see it as torture because it's like, yeah, that's well, that's insane. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the doctor might have known something. You know, that's why. I, I don't know. Well, we'll get to it. But um, Dorothy, he he did have a heart of stone. Hmm. Dorothy is talking to the doctor, and it first starts out with us telling the story from uh the the book of the Tin Woodman, Tin Woodsman, how he uh. Had an enchanted, an axe was enchanted that cut off his legs, so he replaced it with ten. Cut off his arms, so he replaced it with ten. But basically, and she's telling all this to the doctor. Shows her that he, sh- she shows him the key, and you know he's like, okay, well we're gonna fix you of these dreams. But then he mentions the slippers. He's like, how did you get home? She's like, the ruby slippers. You click your heels three times, and you, you know say, I there's no, no place like home. yeah, no place like home, and. It's like, you know, they take you home. He's like, and where are these slippers now? I lost them. Over the deadly desert, I think. Right. Isn't that the story? I don't know if she says that, but. I can't remember. So you lost them when she turned. He's like, he's like, oh. No, we we don't. we. It says nothing about the deadly desert until mm, okay. they get there. Um. So she, uh, he's like, oh, okay. Well, Aunt Em leaves. Aunt Em has given uh, Dorothy, a very important, a lunch pail. She's like, here's your lunch, you know, and uh, after M leaves, everything kind of gets darker as the nurse who's with the doctor takes the lunch pail, sets it on a very squeaky cart or not cart bed that's rolling by with a very weird looking man. And she's like, you won't be needing this where you're going. And so she takes her into his room, locks her up and she just kind of sits there for a little while. She didn't lock her in. She locks the door. Oh, no, she doesn't. She doesn't lock the door. Yeah, because Dorothy opens it. Daggummit, I'm stupid. She doesn't lock the door. I I feel like she does because later on, but she doesn't, but she keeps her in there. And then Dorothy's kind of sitting there, not really doing anything. And then she's visited by a a, a girl who gives her a a pumpkin head, if you will. Yeah, and I think they said Halloween was coming up. She's like, Halloween's soon. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I could have done this for Halloween! Anyway. So does that mean that Halloween is celebrated in Oz? She's still in the real world, so maybe Ozma was just going with tradition. 
Mm. I mean, the girl. <laughs> Spoiler. Um. So basically, and it, the pumpkin has like it's a jack o' lantern, but it doesn't have a thing. In it. So she's like combing the pumpkin's head, which is one sign that she might be just really bored or possibly crazy. Or both. But the girl has to leave, and then Dorothy is then the nurse comes in and straps Dorothy down to a to a bed. I love Dorothy. Dorothy is so polite in this movie, and and uh, Faraz- Farazabalk, I'm just calling her Miss Balk, she did this really well as this character, because she's very young, but I feel like she did it really well. We, we, we forgot to mention that the girl that Dorothy sees, she also sees her in the window or someplace in the doctor's office. Mm-hmm. She sees her in the, uh... oh, she's introduced to the machine while Aunt Am- Amstel, oh, yeah. and he's like, this is, eyes. One, this is one of my friends. He has a face, eyes. He like a circles nose. around the uh, the gauges. The nose is like a knob that he can turn. And, and look, like, he's even he's even got a tongue. Yeah, he's like in the mouth and tongue. He like spin. He like does turns a knob and it moves the tongue left and right. He's like ha ha ha. I too have friends now. I don't know what he says, but anyway, um, she sees in the like glass mirror or the glass that covers that hole electroshock machine Ozma for a minute but then turns away fast forward to her being back on the bed and she's sitting up in the bed it's raining and the woman's like lie down the nurse is like lie down and she's like I'd like to sit up if I may and I'm like this girl's just so polite she's just the nicest girl ever I love this girl and then she's like what did your aunt M tell you she's like to listen to everything you say she's like lie down it's like why are, and they start strapping her in and she asks why are, why are you strapping me in and uh, Miss Wilson says the the nurse lady says uh, we don't want you falling off and uh, and Dorothy responds well I rode here in the buggy and I didn't fall off <laughs> yeah I love it and it's like got him got him get wrecked Miss Wilson <laughs> and um <laughs> and we also noticed earlier in, um the nurse has a key around her neck. That will also come into play oh, later. Yes, yes. And uh, Dorothy, Dorothy, Dorothy's just so tiny. She's so tiny. She's just a little girl. She's, yeah. she's adorable. And then we get to the um, uh, the it's not a surgery room. I mean, it's it's, it's kind of like they're it's where they're gonna where they're, where they're gonna do the the electro. test. It's their testing room. Yeah, yeah. You know, and they're about to put these earmuffs on her, and they're about to start the machine, and he's like winding it up, and he's like, "These will make all your scary dreams go away." He says, "This is my mixtape. Get ready some for some straight for, fire. Some straight fire." And um, so, but they put these these earmuff things, which I'm pretty sure those what caused the shock to come to her, like through her ears or something. And as soon as he's winding it up, it's like you're. <laughs> when like the power just goes out and you, uh, she sees Ozma I think in at one point as well she she probably she probably would have died if the lightning had knocked the th- it's a possibility because she is a very young girl and who knows how much she's turning it up and who knows how much they've tested that that's true but Oz, they leave because he's like oh great the power's out he's like wait here Dorothy <laughs> we'll be back and so, as they're leaving, Ozma comes in, who is probably the worst actor actress in this movie. And I'm calling her Ozma because that's who she is. And, you know, spoiler yeah, alert Ozma. for this movie. If you know Feast of Film, we spoil the movie. We go through the whole movie. So, we are spoiling for you. Yeah, so. Um, 
And yeah, Ozma is a very important character for those who know nothing about the Oz books. Ozma is the true ruler of Oz. She's from a she's from a line of Ozmas who have ruled Oz. No, no, no that's that's in Dorothy Must Die. Well, in later in, Oz books, that's well, actually said too. Well, in in the, in yeah, Land it's, of it's, Oz, again, it talks about the continuity is bad. Well, I know that, but in the Land of Oz, she had like there was like a king. Yeah, but I I remember like looking it up on Wiki, and it's like a really later Oz book. I think it's Lurleen of Oz. They talk about. Um, well, that's not that's not by Frank Bam. Yeah, but I mean, it's just in the continuity of the. I mean, it's not in my continuity, but again, it's just, it's just said, you know. In someone's continuity. Anyway, um, Ozma is a very important. She's the queen of Oz and. She uh she basically is the the rightful ruler of Oz. Yes. And that's yes. what we learn at in the second book of Oz and that's what is established fully in the third book cuz then we see her as ruler. Um and again this movie is basically a combination of the second and third book cuz the second book doesn't have Dorothy but the third book does. We would do a book a book club corner on this but this that doing two books together would be take a lot longer and a this movie's already pretty long. It's almost two hours, and so um, I, I really don't... We can just dive into the book as we go along, you know, the differences and yeah. stuff. So Ozma comes in. She's like, we got to get out of here, and she starts undoing Dorothy's uh, straps, and they, they run out, and they hide behind these cloths. I don't know what this is about, and then they, like, look, and then they hide behind the cloths again, and then you see, like, a random flashlight go by because they're trying to find Dorothy. And then they escape out into the river, and the nurse finds them. She's like, well, Dorothy! This is, this is also during a uh, really bad storm. Yeah, the storm is rising, and they're running out into the uh, to to the woods, and they hit this river, and Ozma jumps in or falls in. Does she fall in or jump in? I think in? she falls in. She falls in. Dorothy's, like, hesitant, but then the nurse comes, and she's like, ah, and falls in, too. And she's, like, trying yeah. to get to Ozma, and she can't. Um, and she's trying to get to Ozma, and she can't. And then she sees this giant crate. And she crawls inside of it, but she loses sight of Ozma, and then she just kind of falls asleep, passes out because of all the, you know, big. She had a big day. She did have a big day, and first um, day of a uh, psych of being at the psych ward. And you know, she, I For guess, she testing. falls asleep. Yeah, and uh, she wakes up um, to uh, some clucking, and uh, there's a ch- there's a chicken in. It's a a talking chicken, and lo and behold, it is Belina. Um, so in the second book, third book, sorry, uh, the way Dorothy goes to Oz is different in the first six, and then she stays in Oz, right? Well, in the sixth one, it's... oh no, no, sorry, first five is different. Well, technically, it's different in the sixth one, but the first five, she ends up in Oz different ways. Well, so so in Ozma of Oz, the her third one, and Uncle. Yeah, yeah, in the third one. Her and Uncle Henry are going to Australia to visit some family, and uh, a terrible storm happens, and Dorothy is somehow knocked off the ship with a chicken. Um, And, you know, that's they end up in the land of Ev, which is across the deadly desert to Oz. Um. You know, and that you know, like I said, that's that's where Dorothy meets Billina, who was 
named Bill at the time. And then Dorothy tells her, it's, uh, that's, you know, that's not a good name for you. Let's change it to Belina. And Belina is like, okay, <laughs> not going to argue anything. <laughs> I mean, how can you? We we don't know the debating skills of chickens. But in the movie, Do- Belina was left at the house, so the only real connection is she. the key was found near her. Or she found the key that uh, Dorothy has. At, she still has it at this point. But they, she wakes up in Oz with Belina for whatever reason. Well, we know the reason because the severity of the story. If, you know, if you've listened to the Toy Story podcast, you know what that means. Throwback. But they oh, yeah. they end up in Oz, and the, you know the river dries up, and they end up in this desert area. And Dorothy's like, "If we were in Oz, this would be the deadly desert. Can't step on it because you'll die." And so, um, she's stepping on these stones. Yeah, she's stepping on these stones, and it has the 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 soundtrack in this movie. We don't really ever grade soundtracks unless we, you know we do a musical. We'll have to do that, obviously, but. The music in this movie is so good. It's like, especially especially with TikTok's march. TikTok, not the app. There's a TikTok. Oh yeah, there's a character. The OG TikTok. There's a character he who is a copper man, uh, a, a machine, a who, who a clockwork man. Yes. named TikTok. He is basically the um, new tin's woodman, tin wood woodsman, if you will. Except he is not alive at all. Now, if you want to picture a more round Mario. Yes. Yes, that's basically. TikTok. Basically, yeah. And we'll get to him in a second, but and I'll admit, I'll admit to Belina, like the, her animatronic or whatever they did with her looked pretty good too. Like yeah. I, that was this as movie. As creepy as it was. There's some points that freaked me out. But anyway, they, they get across. You know, the, the desert theme. and there's the rocks start having eyes and they start following them and staring at them. And then we periodically we will get scenes where it shows this rock face wall with, I believe, stop motion and if, or claymation, whichever it is. It is very impressive the way very they do good. the faces on the walls. But there'll be this face. And at first we hear it and it goes, sir, she's made it to the deadly desert. And you hear this booming voice go. Keep an eye on her. I can't, I can't do like his voice. And sir, she has... What is it? A chicken. A chicken! <laughs> so, for some reason, it's terrible for her to have a chicken. We'll get to that. Gnomes don't like chickens, and like Colton said, we'll... We'll get to that. Or Cole. Um, you can call me whatever. Pilgrim Cole. So, Dorothy comes up to the lunch pail tree, and uh, she's, she's like, oh, look, Blulina. Lunch. If this was Oz, this would be a lunch pail tree. And so she grabs one off, and I love how she like picks it up, opens it up, and it's literally like a lunch pail, like the lunch pail that she had on the bed that was taken away from her. And she opens it up, and she's like, "And a ham sandwich." And and Belina, I hope it's not fried chicken. <laughs> and then she's like, "Belina, come eat." And she's like, "Hold on, I've got a couple good worms here." <laughs> and she. <laughs> And uh, all of a sudden, you know, they 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 take they eat one because Dorothy's like one for now, and one for later, and she's taking the other one with her, and they they end up finding her old house that she Ooh. was in, the original, the OG house that fell on the Wicked Witch. She's looking through the windows, and there's my bedroom, and that's there's, where the kitchen was. It's like, and, and that's where we killed the Wicked Witch of the East. 
there's the yellow brick road. <laughs> yeah, and then she turns around. She's like, if this is my house, then it means, oh no. I'm sorry. I love I love her acting in this movie, even if it's not the she, best. She was very adorable. Feruza Balk, you are an you were an adorable child, but um, <laughs> don't mean that in any weird way. But you you were you adorable. And uh, she's like, finds the yellow brick road and it's broken up. And she's oh, yeah, like, there's like pieces everywhere. She's like, what happened to the road? Road. Ro- I was about to start doing that. And um, she's like, the road leads to Emerald City. So she keeps running along the road and like Belina's chasing after her. It's like, Dorothy, wait up, Dorothy. And they make it to the Emerald City and it's just all shattered and broken and there's stone statues of everybody everywhere and she's like what happened here looks like looks like a a, a world war 2 town after a air, air raid yeah it looks it looks awful like it looks it looks deserted even though there's people everywhere there's statues everywhere and there's even statues of missing heads and uh, they see some graffiti on the wall that says beware the wheelers beware the wheelers i don't know <laughs> Well, and before we find out who the wheelers are, we find the Tin Woodsmen and the Lion, who are both statues as well. Yeah. It's and very sad. It is very sad. The Tin Woodman looks very cartoonish. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they hear these the squeaking of wheels, and they look over. And, the, and it, sound, it sounds like uh, the, the gurneys in the, the psych ward. Yes, it sounds like the gurneys, thank you, not the beds. And uh, they look over to the other side, they see like three more like disappear. And all of a sudden, they all come at them, and they hear the these squeaking wheels. And these, I don't know how to describe them. They're basically people who have wheels for feet. For yeah, for hands and feet. Yeah, and they have like weird masks and crazy colors. And they're actually some of them. Imagine are the people. Imagine David Bowie with wheels for hands and feet. Basically. And you got your wheelers. That's a wheeler. And they they are played by people from the psych ward, like some of the other helpers when they strap Dorothy down. Um, they look just the same, and uh, they they're like, "We got to get out of here!" So they run, and they they end up getting to it's a like dead a end. Yeah, into a hallway. There's a dead end, and they're like, "What are we gonna do? There's nothing to do." The, the wheelers are creeping up on the, them. <laughs> There's nowhere you can go in. In this solid wall is one tiny keyhole. Let's see what's behind door number one. And Belina says, use the key, Dorothy. Use the key, Dorothy. And And what's behind door number one? The Royal Army of Oz. TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, as they're shut up inside, they're like, what did we do to you? It's like, we haven't done anything wrong. It's like, done nothing wrong. He's like, didn't you take a or didn't you steal a lunch pail from the lunch pail tree? Is that a chicken in there with you? And it is. I I love the performance of the Wheelers. But he's like, you can't stay in there forever. <laughs> and they like leave for a little bit. Um, and you know they they find TikTok as we said, and Dorothy's about to give up hope when uh, Belina kind of just goes on discovery, and you hear her go. And she's like, "What is it, Dor- or what is it, Belina?" And you find what, like Josh just said, old my favorite character, one of my favorites in the whole series, TikTok. Old TikTok. He a mechanical man. Yes. In the books, he it is said he has proven to work for a thousand years. Definitely not in this movie. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, anyway, uh, well, not like run for a thousand years. Yeah. His mechanics are, uh, anyway, um, they, they, you know, he's got all the dust on him. They dust him off and, uh, they read his instructions. Um, he's got, he's got three things you have to, um, uh, what's it called? Wind up. Yeah. His, his thinking. His thinking. His speaking and his movements. His action, as yeah, they call his it. His action. Yeah, yeah. And so that's what Dorothy does. She begins to uh She turn does on. the thinking first, right? She does the thinking first and you begin to hear some like clocks is like like you hear stuff going on like it sounds like a clock running. And so she and then she goes to turn on a speaking and he's like hello. And his mustache moves when he's speaking. He's like I am the really army of Oz. It's like how may I assist you? And so she turns up his action. And, you know, oh, 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 oh. And uh, the, the voice actor for TikTok is the same guy. That well, it's not the voice General. actor. It's the uh, the guy who created him, I think. The guy who designed him. Oh, well, the guy who designed him plays General Akbar in uh, the original. Yeah. He he might have been the one because he kind of sounds like him. Like, it's a trap. That would have been hilarious if TikTok said that. Yeah, never did. But anyway, uh, you know, they wind him up and... They they tell TikTok their situation and TikTok you know offers help. He and- he says something like because we get little bits bits and pieces of what happened. I was like at first he says like I can't remember what he says that he saw stuff happen. I think he saw people turn to stone, but he's not alive, so he can't be turned to stone. Oh yeah. So he went in there and he kind of like well until because everything was happening and he walked around till his walking until his action ran down, and then I. Sp- Yelled until my until my speaking you, you, ran down, down, and then I thought until my, my thinking, thinking ran down. down. I do not remember anything up until this point where you wanted me back up. Yeah, yeah, and that and that happens much the same in the books too. Dorothy finds him, and that's basically what he tells tells her too in Ozma of Oz. Um. Anyway, like like I said, he. He offers assistance, gets Dorothy's pail, and this is this is where we get TikTok's marching song. I wish I wish I could describe how TikTok walks, but it, it's it's hilarious. But anyway, he marches out to the to the open to the open area and um they're at the bottom of these steps and he tells Dorothy to run up the steps and while these wheelers are circling him, and uh, Dorothy tries to run up, there's wheelers at the top. She turns around, look at TikTok. TikTok's spinning around. Yeah, he's like spinning like a merry-go-round. He's like with the the lunch pail. And they're, I mean, they can't really do anything because they're all on wheels, but they're just like scooting toward him. He's like smacking them on the head. Yep. Ooh. Well, they they all start running away, but he, but. TikTok captures one of them. Yeah, he captures the main guy, and he's like, "Oh, please, please, let me go, let me go, I'll be good, please." <laughs> really reminds me of Roger Rabbit. Please, well, the Daddy. thing is, the wheelers are very exaggerated. Yeah, but he's like, he's like, "I'll be good, be good." And what does they ask him? Is like, uh, "Who's turned everyone to stone?" I think. Yeah, and then then he's he like, says something about mom being. He's like, "It was, it was." Princess Mombi. And he's like, take us to Mombi. He's like, no! Please. Please, let me go. I'll be good. Please. And he ends up, it just cuts to him taking him to Mombi. 
and uh, they're at the gates of her like her um, castle mansion whatever and he's like please let me go please please and Dorothy's kind hearted as she she's like okay TikTok let him go and he lets him go he's like behave yourself he's like oh I'll behave <laughs> you behave <laughs> Oh, behave, behave. He like trips a little. <laughs> He's like, oh, behave. I'll behave. You'll behave. But okay. anyway, uh, Dorothy's, you know, knocking, knocking on the door. Hello, is anybody there? And then they walk into the the palace and they go into, I guess, the, the main room. And there's just a woman sitting a, there. She's playing a harp. It looked like a mandolin. Probably a mandolin. It was like, it was like a combination of like a. It was a harpalin. Yeah, I was about to say the same. I was like, it was a harpalin. But they anyway, they go up to her and um, they're like, "Are you are you Princess Mombi?" She's like, "Yes." Help me up. Help. <laughs> yes. Help. I've fallen and I can't get up. You need life alert. Um, you and- need Mombi alert. <laughs> Head alert. Heads up. Anyway, sorry. So she le- uh, inside joke. Uh, you'll until, find out. until a little yeah, bit until literally right now, and so they uh fi- um Dorothy is led by Mombi and she's talking to her and she's like you're not she's like you have a a prettiness to you you're not beautiful and it's like okay well that's a little rude well it's I think basically it's a uh, a reference to another episode I think it's kind of like how with with Princess Buttercup mm. how how. Uh, she was attractive, but she she had potential. Yes. Hey, if you want to go listen to the Princess Bride podcast, you can find that on Feast of Film on our other podcast all platform podcast platforms where you can listen to Feast of Film. You will find our Princess Bride podcast. Just scroll up a few. Most definitely listen to that when I was in that one. Josh was in that one. Um, and so she they are brought by Mombi to this case where all these heads. Just heads are in these cases yes. staring at them, and they're looking at Dorothy. And this one, she's like, you know, I'll have your head. She's like, I think I'll let you sit for a few years in my tower, and then I'll have your head for myself. And then I, she, like, grabs Dorothy's, like, head and is kind of looking at it, and Dorothy, like, turns away. She's like, I believe you will not! Yeah. <laughs> Now, now, um, a little background on this character, Mombi. This is a combination of two characters in the books. Mombi, the name Mombi comes from um, a character in The Land of Oz, the second book in the series. Uh, she was a witch that um, when Ozma was a baby, the wi- that's when the wizard came to Oz. And obviously he couldn't have Ozma around or else he couldn't rule. So he took... Um, Ozma to to the northern part of Oz, which is Gillikin country, and Mombi basically transformed Ozma into a boy named Tip. Yep. Of course, you know if you read the book, it you know it starts off with Tip, and you won't find out till later that he's actually Ozma. Yeah. But that's Mombi. Now this other one, I forget. I forget her name. I can't remember. But it's it's, it's a princess in the land of L- Langoline or something like that. It's uh, the princess in the land of Ev, and you know she she does the head thing. Yeah, and she's you know, um, she is the one who replaces her heads. But they combine the two characters for, I guess, purposes to help combine the two books and shorten this movie and condense it down. Yeah. Um, but she, you know, she's uh, as she turns away and she's running away, 
She's like screaming for TikTok with Belina, and uh, TikTok's like, I'm coming, Dorothy. And then as soon as he's about to throw a punch, he's like, oh no, my action has run down. And I'm like, sorry, Dorothy. And he's like, I'm sorry, Dorothy. She's like, it can't be helped now, TikTok. And she's being thrust up the stairs by Mombi. And even that, that's now. Like, that's like her, her go-to line. Yeah, it can't be helped. And it's like my new life motto. It just can't be helped right now. You know, whatever. Like, we just have to deal with it. <laughs> it can't, help, can't, can't be helped, TikTok. But literally, even as she's being thrust up the stairs, she doesn't know what's going to happen to her. She's like, what are you going to do with TikTok? She's like, I'll have a new statue in my floor dwelling, whatever thing. Dorothy is a very caring character. I love it. I love it. And, um, she, and, it, and it's not that, and it's not that overbearing or the, uh, the try hard caring either it's the it, it, it flows naturally it does um and it shows here in a minute as well when she is uh she's thrust in this tower and Belina's taken in there too and uh you know she she's kind of sitting there and all of a sudden she hears a voice that says mom oh and uh he, she looks over and sees a, a pumpkin head Jack Pumpkinhead with with a body, with a body. Yeah. Now this this is my favorite character. Not not just in the movie, but in the book series as well. Even though you don't get to see him all that much, he he does he does play a big part in uh, the Land of Oz, the second book. Um, it it it'd be too much to get into his origins yeah. and things well, like that. I can do it. I can probably do it really fast. So basically Jack Pumpkinhead was um in the original book we talked about Mombi and how she created Tip um by disguising Ozma as a boy. Um but Mombi was a wi- a practicing witch of sorts. She wasn't a good witch and wasn't a she was kind of like your lower level witch. She just tried to practice She wasn't a wicked witch, yeah. but she wasn't a good witch. She just was kind of a sorcerer of sorts. She just tried sorcery and she Sorceress. wasn't great at it. Sorceress. And uh, she one day she bought some magic life powder from somebody. and the crooked uh, magician. Yeah. Well, Tip was kind of a mischievous kid, and so he uh, designed Jack Pumpkinhead out of sticks and basically made a scarecrow but put a pumpkin head on it. Put some clothes, too. And and to scare Mombi. Well, Mombi, you know, wanted, was about to destroy him, but then... She bought this magic life powder, so she decided to sprinkle it on him and try it out and brought him to life. And so that's how we get Jack Pumpkinhead. But in this movie, the same things here that Jack says, my mom made me, but he was thrown in the tower by Mombi, you know, and he's like, she was wearing head 22 when she was said she was going to bake me into a pie. And she must have not worn it since because she hasn't been up here yet. She must have forgotten about me, <laughs> which comes makes me wonder that if she wears different heads, does she remember different things? Um. But yeah, um, that's that's Jack Pumpkinhead, and he's he's hysterical, um, especially you know if you read the books. Yes, he's his his uh, interaction with the Scarecrow in the second book is hilarious. Oh yeah, it's definitely. But uh, anyway, uh, we're introduced to Jack, um, and you know that whole situation, and they're trying to figure out a way to get out of this locked tower. Much- and- much like most Disney princesses. Yes. <laughs> and Jack knows quite a bit about Mombi since he's been there for a while. So he knows that Mombi keeps a key in her original head, head 31. In that case, he ke- she keeps a key to the magic powder. Well, the key to the, her all her cases are, is around her wrist on her body, the headless body. 
So that night, uh, Dorothy d- 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 devises, goodness, Dorothy devises a plan to sneak out and she goes with Jack and she finds TikTok and she winds TikTok up and she whispers to him. She's like, I have a plan. Go with Jack back up to the tower and do all this stuff. And um, she's like, Jack will explain. And so then she goes and she's, uh, she goes to get the key. And while TikTok and Jack are walking up steps, Jack's like, did you understand all that she said? He's like, I understand better than you did. <laughs> Got him. TikTok is such a savage, but it's because he doesn't have feelings. He doesn't care about how you feel about what he's saying. He's just a very straightforward and honest person. Kind of like Chandler. Yes, Chandler, if you're listening to this, you are TikTok. You are our TikTok. Not the app. Not the app. But anyway, you know, let's let's get that let's get those trends going. <laughs> but Dorothy steals the key and uh she's able to get into the head case without waking Mombi. But as she's getting the key um, The head wakes up. The head wakes up and she's like starts screaming. So while Dorothy's stealing the key, uh TikTok and Jack P- Pumpkinhead are trying to find something to make to bring to life that can fly them out the window. So they find the head of a gump. Which is almost kind of like an Oz deer. Yeah. Oh, it's not a real animal? No. Oh, I thought, I thought no, it was. No, it's a made-up animal. I thought it existed. Um. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, they find the gump, and then they find they put a couch on it, and then they put some giant palm leaves on it, and Jack's like, I found a broom. It'll make a great tail. <laughs> And so they stick the tail on it, and Dorothy, you know, is running upstairs because the headless woman's trying to get her, but she can't see anything. Well, I guess she can see. I don't know if she can see without her head, but she has to go get a head. She puts on her original one. Yeah, she puts on her original head and is going to get Dorothy. And Dorothy's running upstairs, and she's like, did you get it all together? And they're like, well, it's not tightly secured, but it's it'll have to do. And uh, she sp- sprinkles this the worst effect in this movie, all this powder on there. It looks like Tinkerbell dust. And she's like, why isn't it working? And uh, I think it's TikTok or someone says, there must be some magic words. And she looks at Dor- looks at Jack yeah. and says, what are the magic words? They're like, how am I supposed to know? I wasn't alive when they said them. Yeah. And he's like, read the instructions. Yeah, Belinda's like, read the instructions. And it's like, uh, E-O-G, T-O-G, P-O-G. And as soon as she says P-O-G, it goes, P-O-G. Of course, in the, in the books, they have to do like these weird body stances i don't remember that but i mean again in this movie that would be i i i just love the that's another line i love is the piog now i will say that the gump in in the movie has a lot better attitude than the gump in the book the gump in the book it literally just wants to die again and the only and as as you see in the movie the gump can move around on yes. his legs but in the book he couldn't hmm it was just like, I think the tail, the head, and the wings. Dang. Uh, he, the couches have, like, feet, so he can move. But yeah. he's they, they end up getting in the air and barely escaping Mombi, and then the wheelers are after them. And the wheelers chase them all the way to the deadly desert until one of them falls in and literally dies. And they're all like, the deadly desert. desert. And then they turn around. And, and then the, uh, the stone face comes back. The stone face has come once before, and... Before it's like the you know the gnome king who's talking to the stone face is like they'll never get past Mombi and he like gives this devilish smile and the stone face goes up well now it comes back and it's like um or he doesn't come back yet because it 
well, I can't remember if it does yet or not. I know it comes back when they end up on the mountain, but they're flying through the air and the gums explain like, you know, I, I was just, you know, last thing I remember, I was in the forest and I heard a sound and here I am. Does that mean that he like heard a gunshot? Yeah, he died. Oh yeah. Does that mean there's he, guns he got, in Oz? He got. Oh yeah. Don't don't you remember the um in Ozma of Oz with the royal army, the one private they had in the army had a gun. Yeah, I guess. But it's interesting now that um because you said in the later book TikTok of Oz he's the royal army of Oz. Well, there's like a kingdom in Oz, and they decide. I, it, it's too much to get into. He, yeah, he's... He becomes a new Royal Army boss. Yeah. And so this movie, in a way, takes place in between several books that I didn't realize. Um, but they're flying, and Dorothy, you know, she's kind of getting sleepy because it's nighttime, and she's laying down. And Oh, we forgot to say the part that when they're sneaking down to get TikTok, Jack asks, oh, he's like, yeah. can I call you mom? And Dorothy just, like, nods her head yes, and he's like... <gasps> Yay. <laughs> and she just smiles and she's like, don't be quiet. She's very sweet. Anyway, uh, they... They're flying through the air now and Dorothy's like about to fall asleep and she's like... She says something like, you know, I'd hate... I'm getting really sleepy. Something about at least I have my own head to sleep on. Something like that. Something along those lines. But then you you see one of the ropes break apart. Yeah. And then the wake up in the morning, everything's kind of going haywire, and they're like, Dorothy, wake up! And they're trying to hold the gump together. You know, like, hold the left side, we're losing the starboard. No, I don't know what to say, but they're like, you know, stuff's happening. And the gump's about to lose, it, lose all of them. Jack's head falls off. Jack leans over, his head falls off, and I, I will say I finally did see the string that's holding Jack's pumpkin's <laughs> head's head in this movie. I don't think you saw it, Josh, because it went away too fast, but I was like, there's a string! But anyway, and and Dorothy's like, we gotta fly down. And he's like, I don't know. And the Gump's like, I don't know how to do that. And he's like, we gotta try. We gotta try. He's like, okay, hold on. I've never done this before. Oh! And they finally catch up to uh, Jack's, Jack's head in a terrible green screen scene, but you know, still pretty funny. And they they crash into the mountain. Into a mountain because they the, were going the, to go the find the Gnome, Gnome King. Mountain. Yeah. Because he is the one who's in control of all this. Because because they think. They think that he took the scarecrow. Dorothy wants to get the scarecrow back, and so they land on the mountain, and that's when the the stone face comes back and is like, "Sir, they have landed on the mountain." He's like, "They're on my. They escaped Mombury." He's like, "What of the chicken?" It's like, "I didn't see anything. I saw no sign of the chicken." And get the smile he gives at this point, the stone face wall does is amazing. Yeah. It's it's like literally the like Grinch grin. I, I feel like it's meme worthy. It's awesome. But Dorothy and them, they go they uh are trying to figure out what to do and the gum's like, I'll think I'll just stay here and they're like, Well at least tie the couch back together so you can move. He's like, I liked it better when I was ahead. <laughs> and uh Um well and you know The they, Gnome King eventually finally comes out and speaks to them through them. He like turn a face turns into a the mountain turns into a face. Yeah, and um, and I think Dorothy says something about her name, and he's like, "Oh, you're the, the Dorothy, Dorothy Gale? Gale, my my." And he opens up the. He basically they fall into his cavern. Well, he he brings Dorothy down first. Yeah, and um, oh wait, we forgot the uh, when Jack is falling, he's like, "I'm sorry, mom." She's like, "It's all he, right, Jack. Can't he, be helped now. Yeah, it can't be helped now." 
She does land Classic. on the couch safely while the rest of them fall. Well, they they basically all fall safely. Well, TikTok lands in the snow. The gum lands fine, but then Jack is turned upside down. He's like, "Why are you all standing on your heads?" <laughs> and Dorothy gives a little shake. Yeah. Um, anyway, Dorothy's down in the lair of the Gnome King. And he's talking, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. He's talking about the, uh, you know, it's like how he took back the emeralds that were his that were taken from him. And he took the scarecrow because... He took the emeralds and Dorothy gets really sad. She's like, you didn't do anything wrong. They, they were, were there, there when he, when he got came. Yeah. And she's like crying and then like he kind of turns into like a person because she's like crying on a stone lap and he like, he sheds a tear, which is weird. He says, you really... You really care about him or something. And uh, maybe that's why he like he has compassion on her. Like Maybe the Gnome King isn't such a terrible guy at this point. Well, I think Dorothy has has ability to draw out compassion in people. Much like how the shaggy man with his love magnet... The Gnome, the gnome King says, you know, he's like, I'll, you know, basically I'll have compassion on you and brings down Jack, TikTok, and the Gump. And and he says, you know, I'll we'll pl- we'll play a game, and the game is, you know, he he turned he turned the scarecrow into an object, and each each of them have three guesses to guess the object. You know, place a hand on it, say Oz, and but you know, if they if they get it right, you know, obviously that person will uh, come back. To being a person, and if they get those three guesses wrong, they become an object themselves. Yeah, and um, Dorothy, you know, through this whole thing, she's like, okay, you know, because he's, he's basically, t- he's kind of like, you know, he's like, you'll get the scarecrow back, you'll find him, he's playing my little game, there's nothing that can go wrong. Yeah. There's tons of things that can go wrong, as we'll find <laughs> out. And he's like, the gump can go first. And that's when the, like these caverns, these, these hands in the wall open up and they open up this cavern. Very cool stop motion, it looks like. Or claymation, whatever it is. And I, what is, I should have stayed back when I was ahead or something like that. Yeah. And um, they're eating like these, it, he says, limestone tea or limestone cakes, cakes and Pies sulfur tea. Yeah. Or... Burn sulfur tea. Of course, Dorothy. Dorothy said the the cake was good. Sulfur literally smells like rotten eggs, so I can't imagine what that would smell like. Because we get people all the time who like come into where I work is a place of plumbing, and we get people like I need a filter because I smell rotten eggs, and it's for the sulfur. I'm pretty. I'm ninety nine percent sure. Yeah. That's in their water, so it's like, how would that smell good? It's melted well, sulfur. Well, I mean, maybe maybe the gnome king knows how to make it smell good. Well, he you know, he does have the uh the things that we'll get to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. uh, so the gump, you know, he's like, "It's your turn, Mister Pumpkinhead." And Dorothy's like, "Where's the gump?" He's like, "Oh, he guessed wrong three times, which means he loses, and he became a charm." And what in my, you lose trophy room, you know, basically. And she's like, you didn't tell us that part. He's like, you played my game. You play by my rules. So then Jack goes in there and she's like, I hope Jack will be all right. And TikTok's just like. Jack has many good qualities, but thinking is not one, one of them. them. Yeah. And we're all just like, I feel you, Tick. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. That's the thing about. Well, it's because he's empty headed. Yes. Mm. Well, not entirely. 
because Belina is in his head. That's why the st- well, we knew that from earlier when they say there's no chicken, and you see Belina poke through his eye, but the Gnome King doesn't know this yet. Yeah, um, it does let the audience know. So it's not. Well, well, I mean, I mean, in general, he's empty-headed. We start to learn as the Gnome King gets more of Dorothy's friends into his uh to, into his charm room and to become his trophies. He he gets more and more human. So like when the gum goes in, he starts to have more of a human features. Then Jack goes, now he really looks like a human. And he's like talking to Dorothy more and that's when he shows her that he's like um he shows her the ruby slippers. He's like, I found these. He's like, my ruby slippers. He's like, oh, 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 my ruby slippers. They really did bring out his eyes. They, yeah, they were nice, you know. And they, they fell um off of Dorothy when she was coming home the first time, and they happened to fall where he could find them. And all of a sudden, you know, he's talking to her, and he's like, you know, you, you're the reason I have these. He's like, I must thank you for them. And then when the stonewall face comes, well, real quick, you know, you would think as much as uh, um, this movie gets close to the books that they would actually correct the Wizard of Oz in that. It would be silver slippers. Silver slippers instead of ruby. I, I wonder if they did do that the same way they have a lot of connections between like the dream is this a dream is this a hallucination like the first film is kind of keeping that connection and also um because a lot of people who watch this movie probably hadn't read the books and had just seen the first movie i think it's some of the changes they made because i feel like this movie is still a continuation of the first film even though dorothy's a lot younger they fixed some things but i do feel like this is still a continuation of the first film just like the great, the Oz the Great and Powerful is definitely a prequel to the movie, not the book. Yeah. And it still true. sucks. And so, uh, TikTok, you know, the Gnome King's like, it seems your metal friend has went inside the trophy room and is standing still. Not guessing. She's like, I wound up his thinking, but I didn't wind up his action. And so he sends her in there. He's like, you can go in there, let him guess, and then you can do your turn. So he, she does he that. Says with the gleam in his eyes. Yes, he's like, yes. And that's when mommy comes in, but, you know, she's just kind of like, Dorothy's coming. After Dorothy goes in, he's like, I know. She's already here. She escaped your castle. And she's like, bow before me. And she's like, gets on the ground. He's like, lower. Her face is on the floor. Lower. <laughs> and I was telling Colin, it's, it's funny how, um, he 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 treated the two of the Dorothy. He was, um, he was he was compassionate and very. I don't want to say kind. He was very gentleman towards her, but he's the complete opposite, opposite with the mommy. Yeah. Um, TikTok goes in there and he has this idea. He's like, "You can see which one I choose, and then see what happens to me, and it may give you a hint." And Dorothy's like, "That's a great plan, TikTok." Oh, but before that, there's a really sad scene. Because he's like, he's about to choose, or it's after this, I think, anyway. Because he's about to choose, and he's like, I think I may have damaged my brain parts or whatever. He says something like that. He says, I'm, I'm not guessing too well. He's like, I don't, you know, I can't guess too well. And Dorothy hugs him. He's like, oh, TikTok. And I'm going to cry now. Gives him a big and then he, he cries like an oil oh, tear. Yeah. And then she cries a tear, and now I'm crying tears. 
I mean, it's funny because earlier in the movie, you know, he mentions he's like, I can feel, neither feel uh, happiness or s- sadness or something like that. But obviously, he felt something if if he shed a tear. Like I said, I think I think there's just something about Dorothy that that just brings out love in somebody. Cause like, I think so. Because because the Gnome King took compassion on her and the gnome king is is a bad guy if if anything if anything he is what thanos is to the marvel universe is the gnome king is to the oz universe yeah um and yet dorothy dorothy brought out compassion uh but anyway the uh, Dorothy and TikTok they share this sentimental moment, and and then uh, TikTok chooses, and everything goes dark, comes back, and he's gone. Yeah, it was like a flash. So basically, it was pointless to try and figure out, you know, what would happen when he did it. But Dorothy begins guessing, and she guesses once, and there's like a rumble. She, she kind of just like picks random things. She guesses twice. There's another rumble. She's like, my last guess. So she does what every smart ten year old, eleven year old does. Spins in a circle and closes her eyes. And this is another sovereignty of the story. Yeah. This is when they really start to hit the sovereign the sovereignties of stories. Um, because she grabs onto a dog, but before she says and you have to say Oz to guess. You know, so she has to go grab onto an object, Oz. And if it's the right object that has a scarecrow, then you know Or just any of them. It'll pop up, but without it it won't. Well, right as she's about to say it to a dog, she notices there's a giant emerald gem way to be, like, super obvious. Isn't Does this happen in the book, too? Well, obviously, it's not. Yeah. Okay. So obviously, because in the book, all the Oz characters, the people from Oz Spoiler are green, for the and the royal family of Ev is is turned into objects, That's too. Right. They're, but they're purple. I knew there. See, I was like, "There's a purple for in, in a book or something," and I was like, "Why is there purple?" It's, I couldn't it's, remember. It's the people from Ev who are purple. Okay, thank you. I knew there was purple. Like I was remembering purple, and I couldn't remember why I was remembering purple. <laughs> so she picks it, and, and then the scarecrow pops up. He's like, "Dorothy." She's like, "Scarecrow," <laughs> and then she's like, "We gotta find things that are green." He's like, "Green, green, 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 green." <laughs> he's like throwing his arms everywhere. And they basically get back the gump, and then they get back TikTok. No, no, Jack. Oh yeah, they, they, TikTok's the one they don't get back. So they get back the gump and TikTok. I mean, the, the gump and Jack, the TikTok they don't get back yet. And, and the Gnome King, oh, yeah. he starts to lose his human form, and he starts to get very angry. He's like, "You let her escape from your castle," and, and he begins to turn into claymation. Yeah, and I guess he traps. Um, Mombi, and then like yeah. he he tears down the uh, the room where Dorothy and them are at, and you know he's like this big rock monster. Like basically, he is the mountain at this point. Yeah, and uh, he's trying to eat them. He eats the Gump's couch. Yep, not the head, just his just couch, couch body. And then he's like, "I'll eat Jack next," and he picks Jack up. He's like, "Mom!" And he's holding him over his egg, and all of a sudden, here, buck buck. You see Belina poking out of his eye. <laughs> and he's just like, you see the Gnome King's eye, and he's just staring at her like, oh. And then you see in the empty space where, you know, in the top of Jack's head, an egg 
rolling yep. around and then it drops out straight into his mouth and you know and the gnome king is just staring dead eyed and he's like all the other gnomes on the walls are just it's poison poison he's like eggs are poison to gnomes to gnomes and he uh crumbles it, basically well, it, and Basically, like if um, human flesh was melting off a skeleton, yeah. this is basically what happens. Yep, pretty much. In rock form. <laughs> and he dies, and uh, Dorothy notices a red gleam, and she runs over, and it's the shoes. Yes. But the mountain is crumbling, and so she literally grabs everybody, and she's like, "I wish everybody from Oz was restored safely, and I wish we were safely back in Oz." And what else does she say? Everybody was safely back alive. Yeah. And, um, she, you know, click, 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 heels. click, and boom, she's back. And except, you know, TikTok's, TikTok's not there because they didn't find him. She's like, where's TikTok? Well, everybody, everybody's coming into life. Um, the, the Tin Man, the Cowardly Lion. Yeah. Have, uh, the women who lost their heads get their heads back. And, you know, everybody's celebrating. And, um, even Mombi's there, but she's in a cage. And, you know, and, uh, the 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 group you know they're excited but then you know Dorothy's like wait where's TikTok and Jack's like we never found him and then they're like wait sovereignty of the story on the Gump's ear or horn <laughs> it's literally a green medal and of course it's a medal because he's the Royal Army of Oz and they do the Oz thing and Oz and he's like Dorothy so he's back and so now there's like it's cuts to like this this big ceremony back in the Emerald it's Palace. Like a parade. And you know there there's all Mommy's in a cage for some reason she's there but she's in a cage. And um they're like basically they're wanting to crown Dorothy as Queen of Oz. Yeah, they're And the say, Scarecrow's king. They're like be queen, be queen. Now we do did forget to mention in a minute uh we'll find Ozma but um Mommy mentions Ozma to the gnome king before Dorothy destroys him and he's like did you let her escape too and she's like no 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 he's like then we have nothing to worry about but then he does have a lot of things to worry about because he's a chicken and there's an egg and Dorothy's smarter than he is he has a crap ton to worry about there's a lot to worry about <laughs> if you're a gnome and um but Ozma you know she's still in the mirror and she starts to appear and she's like help me get out of the mirror Dorothy and Dorothy somehow is able to pull her, probably with the red slippers. Yeah, the ruby they, red they slippers. do the, the hand on the mirror thing. and She pulls her through the mirror where Mommy had trapped her. And Mommy confesses. She's like, they're like, who are you? She's like, I am Ozma, the rightful ruler of Oz. And Mommy's like, this is true. you know. And the <laughs> women who are like carrying or who are around Mommy, the ones who lost their heads, they're like, Ozma was the rightful ruler. And the Mommy cast a spell on her and put her in the mirror and trapped her there. You know, and everybody forgot about her. And because the Gnome King promised her beauty and power. It's like in a sorceress without magic is truly, the, I think, the saddest thing of all. Something along those well, lines. And she's like, this is true. Well, and the, and the thing is, too, is Ozma says, Mombi is forgiven. And this, and this is a great example of how Ozma is. Ozma is a very kind ruler especially in the books yes uh she's very wise very kind and you know it's also i mean we don't have to get too I mean, deep into this but uh it, this could go into uh, another podcast you know about uh, the uh the christian themes in the wizard of oz well that's what i was about to say i said uh you know i could i could even so far as to say she's very godly not 
not godly as in she herself is a god goddess, but you know, godly as in she has um, um the qualities of character almost, traits, almost Christian attributes. Yes. Um, but you know, Ozma asked Dorothy to stay, and Dorothy's like, "I, I have to go home." I don't know why she turned British, but in, she has in, to go in classic, home. In classic Dorothy style. Yeah, and and Ozma's like, all right, but on one condition. If you ever want to return, you just have to look at the mirror periodically. I'll be checking in on you. And he's like, and if you ever want to come back, you just let me know, basically. And she's like, okay. And so she goes back, and she wakes up in the forest, and um, all of a sudden you hear Toto barking. She's like, Toto? Toto? And she's like, her hair's all messed up because she washed up on the side of the river. And then her uncle Henry, who apparently his leg is fully fine, you know, not broken anymore, comes and finds her, and he's like, "Oh, Dorothy, we thought we lost you." And um, they're like, "What happened?" And she's like, "You know, we ev- apparently lightning struck the uh, I forgot what they called it, the doctor's place." Yeah, the everybody like the escaped ward or whatever, except the doctor who ran back inside to save his machines, and he burned up. Just like the Gnome King was full of fire and he, you know, ate neck and died. Um, we'll make a point about that here in a little yeah. bit. Um, and so Dorothy's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then it shows like a, a carriage with like bars on it. And it shows the the main nurse who's basically Mombi. Um, and she's like being trapped and Dorothy's just dead eye staring her like, I know who you are. You're going to burn for what you did. <laughs> Which she really, I mean, didn't do anything as far as the nurse, because she was mean. We, we found a witch. May we burn her? What do we burn witches with? More witches! witches. That's a reference to uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. I haven't seen that. Oh, I just know movie. you guys have, like, quoted such it so much. Such a good movie. We, we, ought to, we ought to watch it sometime. We should. Um, um, but, so Dorothy, you know, she's back at a, at her house again. And the house is built now. Everything's nice, you know. They got they were able to get the house built because it again, Uncle at the beginning of the movie, Uncle Henry didn't what, broke his leg, and they were like, "We want to take out a second mortgage." We never even had a mortgage before, and um, but they were able to get the house fixed and everything. And but I guess I guess Dorothy disappearing again really put perspective yeah. on uh, Henry. No, no, anyway, um, but she's in her room and she's kind of like discontent she looks in the mirror and she like does the o and the z inside the o and then ozma appears and she's like at m at m and ozma just kind of shakes her head she's like does the sh- yeah you, you can't know, you can't tell anybody and uh oh, oh nothing dorothy like she's like what is it dorothy i'm busy she's like nothing and she moves she turns the mirror up so she can't see it and am's like now what is it dorothy and she's like she doesn't say anything, and Anna's like, you like your new room, don't you? She's like, it's nice having your own place. She's like, yeah. She's like, now fix your mirror and you know, go outside and play. And That's how the movie ends, as Dorothy runs outside and starts playing with Toto. And Happily ever after. I, I love this movie so much. All right, guys, we're going to move into our tastes and distastes of this meal since it is my feast. We're having sweet potato everything. Fine. The turkey sweet potato, stuffed with sweet potatoes. The turkey is sweet potatoes. 
It's a giant marshmallow. Okay. The uh the the ham sweet potatoes, the cranberry sauce sweet potatoes, the deviled eggs are sweet not. potatoes. It's like a potato with like ironically the only in it. thing that's not sweet potatoes is the sweet potatoes. It's a broccoli casserole. <laughs> and so and we're having a sweet potato good time is what we're doing here cuz I love me some sweet potatoes. Oh, by the way, marshmallows belong on sweet potatoes. I know people don't like that. Get over it. Mr. Cole. Yes. What was what was your 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 taste, your favorite taste? I have to admit, one of my favorite tastes about this movie, and this is going to sound weird now that I think about it, is uh, Dorothy in this movie. She's adorable. Her yeah. acting mm-hmm. probably, like, she changes this movie for me. Like, the way she's so kind and sweet. I forgot her name. Bar- 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 Farisa Balk did a great job. Um, if, I don't know how you say your name. I'm sorry if I got it wrong. Does a great job in this movie, especially as a kid actor, I feel like. She makes this movie what it is and makes it good and makes it great. And I just love the acting in this movie because of how she does with it. Um, yeah, I, I feel like she, she does a good job at portraying Dorothy Gale. Yeah, I mean, Dorothy is known as a sweet, innocent... And she, Dorothy can be snarky sometimes. And we see some snarkiness in Dorothy here. You well, know, the, and I, I, I don't think that's on purpose. Well, I mean, just kind of the way with Dorothy. I know in Road to Oz, especially with Button Bright, who is another character we don't see in this movie... You know, he's kind of like a, but, you know, Button Bright, she's like, you really are dumb. And just like with, uh, with you know, you see in with Mombi, she's like, you know, I'll have your head. She's like, I believe you, you will not. not. And I, I, I love like, you know, this fierceness of this character who is very kind to her friends, but she's not afraid to speak her mind and say, hey, like, I will fight well, you to the end on this because that you are against my friends and against me. Well, I think, I think it also comes from a uh, culture where manners are very important and yes. thus when someone when someone breaks those manners that calls for um a ferocity of sorts yes much like when mommy mommy broke culture you know m- cultural manners and stuff and so you know you know dorothy dorothy put her in her place get some mommy dang straight and um Again, just I love the acting of Fariza Balkan's movie. What about you? Um, I would I would just I would just say that I just I just love how even you know the combination of Land of Oz and Ozma mm, of Oz. Yes, thank you for mentioning that. It is that. there were some things that they added to it, but there is a lot of things in the movies that come straight from the books. Yes. Like the game that the Gnome King offers. Yep. TikTok. Finding TikTok and stuff. Finding TikTok. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the pale and the wheelers. Now they may do it at different spots, yeah. but but I just do I, I I do enjoy how they 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 do that. Yeah, I mean that's I mean I'm glad you said it because I have so many other things about this movie I love, but that is one of the greatest things about this movie is like you before I knew there were books of Wizard. Wizard of Oz, Wizards excuse of Waverly me. Place. Yes, before I knew about those books, um, I I I love I loved this movie. I grew up on this movie, and so when I found out this was actually a combination of two different books, like watching it again now, it's like they did this well. Like you know, you see books now these days, like with the Harry Potter movies, with the Twilight series, they have to split up the last book to get as much money as they can. 
And this this movie does the exact opposite. It, it does the exact opposite. <laughs> it's like no one's read the second one. Everyone knows Dorothy. We're kind of coming off of probably a generation that hasn't read the, the books as much, but they've seen the movie. You know, if we're gonna if we're gonna cash in on this and not even cash in on because Wiz of Oz, as far as I know, in the eighties wasn't a huge thing. Maybe the Wiz, you know, the Wiz. I think it's when that was out. But oh yeah, yeah. I don't know if that came before this or after this. But you know, they were just like, let's make this kind of movie. And they did a great job with it. They did awesome. The effects were great and everything. Okay, I'm getting way far ahead of myself. Yeah, I agree with what you said there um, about just the way they combined the two the two books and the one was great. Okay, so so we talked about our our tastes. What Wait, are well, hold on, you, hold on. Oh, I've got so many more tastes. Let me let me name another one real quick. The music in this movie. Yes. Oh yes. Oh my gosh, dude. Especially especially TikTok. TikTok's March. The Royal Army of Oz. Oh my gosh. I I hope it's called that. I TikTok's hope so. March. I hope. I don't know what it's called, but the when when he's playing, I love the music in this movie. It, when when Dorothy's stepping on the rocks in the desert desert like as she steps on another rock, you hear the like like it you know it's oh my it's so good it was a very good music score yeah it it was so good for me and for someone else i could see them being like it sucked it was awful and i'd be like okay i get it i get it yeah chandler would be like this movie is awful this sucked it's too long there's nothing happening i hated it colton i spit in your face you know what like literally teenage mutant ninja Turtles three worse than this but not close (laughs) you know pretty close to it you know what i'm saying um but uh we love you chandler but this, I mean, the music in this was were so good, and I could go on. TikTok is great. Pump, Jack Pumpkinhead, the, the dialogues at times was hilarious, you know. And sometimes, I mean, the acting could sputter, but, I mean, there's so, so many good things in this movie. Yeah. Um. Uh. But, yeah, Josh, any other likes from this movie you want to say before we move on? Um. I guess, I guess, um, even though it drives us crazy, I do, I do like that whole. Was this a dream? Was it real? I, yes. I don't know because, because yes. I mean it. It made us think the entire time. Yes, yes. And you know how much I love to think. Absolutely, um, you, you're literally like a TikTok just never winds down. <laughs> well, thank you. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> but I mean, it, and it, and it, and it doesn't. It doesn't give us any answer to that. No. It's, I mean, you know, I think you may have said this at the beginning or you might have said this off the podcast, but the the first movie, it's clearly a dream. Yeah. This one, we don't know. Is she crazy? Was it a dream? Was it all just a parallel? Or are, is, Oz and, is Oz and the real world connect or our world connected in such a way that these characters took like their counterparts there or maybe like the evil stuff they did. Is like what happened to her in yeah. Oz. We we don't well, know because because I mean there's there's a lot of you know you know like like what we talked about um, counterparts. But the thing I was thinking about is if it was a dream, who helped Dorothy escape? That's a good question. Maybe I mean it's maybe it's like a Fight Club scenario where she she helped herself escape and she just didn't see it. Who knows? That and that's the big thing. My belief, my hope, is that this was not a dream. That this that they that it actually well, happened. I mean, yeah. Because I mean, in the books, it's real. It's, it's all happening. So in this one, I think it gave us a lot more tension between did it happen, did it not happen, than the movie. Because even though in the in the original movie, there were like straight up parallels, like the the farmhands were certain characters. 
Like they were just off. Oh, yeah, that. the the three farmhands were Scarecrow, Tin Man, and the and the Lion. Yeah, and that you see this here, you know. But well, you like see it doc- like the doctor was the Gnome King. Yeah, the, the nurse was Mombi. But then you see like the pumpkin head, right? The the jack o' lantern. That's Jack when she's trapped in the tower. She's trapped in that room that Mombi puts her in. That's where she finds Jack. She's trapped in that room. That's when she's brought the pumpkin by Ozma. And uh, mm-hmm. that that Mo- machine, that electrocution machine. TikTok. That's the one that's so hard for me because it's like it it was kind of an enemy, but at the same time... Well, was, see, the thing is, is she wouldn't have viewed it as an enemy because they didn't get a chance yeah. to use it on her. And it could have been in such a way that this machine was supposed to make her better. So TikTok was kind of like her protector as well. Mm. And that machine could have been like a protection for her, supposed to be. So it was her... It Again, like you're saying, you know, to her it wasn't a bad guy. But I'm kind of putting even, even more on that and saying that maybe she even saw it as something that was going her. to help her. Even though she was like, this is all real. But she was trusting Aunt Em in such a way that, she, you know, they say this is going to help. It'll help. And I made the point, you know, all the all these things have our world equivalency. Yeah. And I made the point that is Ozma Dorothy's equivalency and I think I think you're right I mean if we're if you look at this as a hallucination or if you look at this as like there there are parallels like it's like a you know um in, in a series called Dorothy must die there's not to spoil anything but it is said in one of the books that basically Oz is kind of like a reverse Kansas mm-hmm. so in that sense if this is like that then I would think Ozma is Dorothy mm-hmm. um She's yeah, the only one who could parallel cause, her. Because, I mean, I know she was trapped in a mirror, but every time Dorothy saw her, it was through a mirror. Yeah. And like I said, we could make we could, we could, could make equivalencies through all the characters to the real, you know, yeah. Dor- Kansas equivalencies. And Ozma is the only one that didn't have one. Yeah. And, and so it makes sense. And Dorothy. again, you said it a second ago, like who, if, if Ozma, if that's true, then who? How did she escape? It's a hard thing because Ozma does come into the real world. Mm-hmm. So that's just that tension there, and that's a great, another great thing about this movie. It makes you, if a movie can make you think after it's over, it, that it's done. It, yeah, something's it's, been it's, done right. It's done. That that's what I feel like movies are supposed to do. Is they they are supposed to. Just like how books through the centuries have done, they are supposed to inform people and help sway people yeah. to to either doing the right thing or doing the wrong thing. That's what movies are supposed to do. They are supposed to um, help people broaden their worldviews. Yeah, and this movie does a really good job of that. And I think lately, I mean, we don't have we don't have the time to get into this, but. Um, I think movies have gotten to the point now where a lot of movies and, you know, they, they wrap up very nicely, like a toy story or something and they leave you with like a little cliffhanger, but there's nothing to think about. There's, there's nothing there. It's just like, okay, just like this one, like it's literally, there's no plan for a sequel. There's no plan to continue this after. And it does wrap up pretty nicely, you know, but it's still that tension it gives you between, is it a dream? Was it hallucination? Is Dorothy crazy? Or was it all real? What and what's there. it what's it supposed to mean if if it is a dream yeah. if it's supposed if it is real what, is what Dorothy is really the bad guy or is 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 the doctor really the bad guy here yeah I mean he was using electroshock therapy so yes he's still a bad guy but you know 
And I mean, if if it is real, but they but each world is connected to the other. Does that mean that um, the doctor died because he died? The in, Gnome King died. Yeah. Or? So who knows? We don't have time to get in this. We'll move on to our distaste. Josh, uh, what's something you didn't like about this movie? I did not like how incompetent they made Ozma in in Kansas. She was very incompetent. Do you mean like she wasn't able to use her powers? Well, just. You know, like when she fell in the river and stuff like that. And Ozma is a very graceful character, as as you see at the end. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I mean, I feel like maybe she did that to lead Dorothy into the water so she would end up in Oz to well, save her. I mean, that makes sense, but Dorothy, and I mean, she Ozma may have been just pushed her in. She may have been losing <laughs> some of her power. I don't know. I get that, and I kind of see this as well. Well, and it, and it may have also been that, you know, maybe she couldn't use her power because she was trapped. Yeah. And maybe that she'd lost some of her power. But I get that as well. I would like to have seen more of Ozma. Yeah. Um, and seen more of the Ozma of, yeah. of the books. Um, one of my dislikes for this po- for this portion of the movie, or this part of the movie, this part of the podcast, my gosh. I love this movie so much, it's hard to pick a dislike. I could say effects, but the effects didn't bother me at all. You know, I want to try to like do a dislikes of what bothered me and the effects didn't bother me. Some of them were like Beetlejuice esque of like this was like not supposed to be great. I guess you could say the fact that they used the ruby slippers and the silver ones, but again, I think this is connecting oh, yeah. the movie instead of the film, the books as much. Like I think it's doing kind of both worlds. Well, I, and honestly, and I know I know this is gonna sound weird, but as much as I loved how they combined the books. I didn't like how they combined the books. Yes. I loved it, but I also didn't like it. And I it. have to agree with you in that because, again, when you condense stuff, you have to take out certain parts. And when you take out certain parts, you lose some luster yeah. with certain oh, yeah. parts of the book. The fact, you know, there was certain things with uh, with combining Mombi's character with the, you know, yeah, with, with the woman, princess. the princess. Like, yeah. Mombi wasn't a terrible, terrible character in the books. She was oh, yeah. just kind of a mean old, old mean old lady. Well, like, like we said, she wasn't a wicked witch, but she wasn't a good witch. Yeah, either. she wasn't powerful enough to be anything, and this one that made her super powerful. Um, well, and, and you know, I mean, it would it would have been awesome to see what a conversation between Jack Pumpkinhead and the Scarecrow would have been. Yes, that would have been great. Just to pick a dislike, I'll just say the acting at times could have been better. Yeah. It's not really a dislike, dislike, but like. I didn't like, I'll admit, I didn't like Ozma's character. I feel like her acting was bad. I feel like... And Dorothy did almost screw up a line at the beginning of the movie. But I mean... You know, well, she's a child. Yeah, I know. She's, they're all both child actors. Um, so. I feel like I feel like for the most part, the uh, the human characters did pretty good. Yeah. And, but we're getting into... The weeds. Um I'm tr- I'm really trying to think of a dislike, and honestly, it's not because this movie's perfect. There's plenty of stuff about this movie. I'm not going to give it a perfect ten, but just thinking about like stuff that stood out is like, oh, that was no, I did not like that. <laughs> I I can't think of anything. No, like not not right now. That I'm like, I didn't write anything in my notes. I was like, nope, that don't like that, don't like that at all. Don't you like know? that. So I would have to say that uh, I'm I don't really have any huge dislikes besides maybe the. Maybe the old uh, Ozma is acting a little bit, and uh, oh, ring a ding ding. Some like there were a couple parts that were just jump cuts to, the, but you know what? I, I they didn't. I didn't feel like they took away from the movie at all. 
Yeah. I th- I'll say this, just like you said, you know, you like how they condensed the two and they didn't at the same time. One of my favorite likes that you said is also a dislike for me at the same time is the tension between is it a dream or not? Because at the same time, oh, yeah. I want to know, like, which one is it? But at the same time, I love that they leave it like that. I mean... Um, I'm sorry I can't be more, you know, um, objective on this, but it's, it is one of my favorite films of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's understandable. Um, I mean, it's funny because I, I like... My like for this movie is the reason why I dislike horror movies. Yeah. Because, you know, horror movies don't answer your questions. Yeah. And that's why I don't like horror movies. Which, thankfully, this movie isn't like, how is this killer alive? How And we it would well, be yeah, nice to yeah. see how the Gnome King came to power. Like, this does jump ahead a lot. It's like, you just, Northy comes back and just stuff has hit the fan. But, yeah. Do you have any dislikes besides the, I think, the ones you might have named? If you named any. Not that I can think of right now. We're going to move on to our favorite moments. Josh, what was your favorite mo- moment of this movie? Real mom. Real mom. Where uh, Jack Jack finally finally gets to uh, his his real quote mom. Yeah. Yeah. That was a um, great moment. And we've made plenty of jokes about it. But it was. He like faints. <laughs> yeah. For me, I think my favorite moment was when TikTok and Dorothy hugged and they she oh, and shed yeah. a tear. I, that almost made me cry. I came very close. I would have to say also the, you know, the uh, it can't be helped moment. Yeah, it, can't, it can't be helped, Jack. Or when she lands on the couch and she just looks super surprised. She's like, whoa. <laughs> whoa, what just happened? Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Puritan Josh. We have pushed back from the table. We are unbuckling our hats as we have gained so much knowledge and tension. Puritan Joshua, in the distance, do you see the giant pumpkin rising from the patch? Yes. And over yes, here, I do. a metal man who comes toward us, you hear the tottering. Creak. And in front of us is a hen, uncooked, alive, talking to us. I think we need to check, please, to make sure we are not hallucinating or in a dream and make sure we are also in real life. Ooh, ooh. Because this has been one fancy feast of Thanksgiving. Give I'll, me a break. Give, give me a break. break. Give, give me a break of that fancy feast. feast. Office reference. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for listening as we come to the moment in our minds that will stand out, the biggest takeaway from this movie, this is going to be so hard. Josh, when you look at Return to Oz and you're carving that turkey in your mind, what do you, like, what is carved into that turkey? Like, what is just established here? This is Return to Oz for me. I guess it was just, you know, the, the realization that we had throughout the movie of all the parallels I love a good parallel. Oh my oh, yeah. god, I could go on for hours about different parallels and different stuff. And I mean, I guess, I guess it comes down to my love of not saying that it is one, but my love of allegories, which are parallels. Yes, 
And so, I mean, it's always, it's always fascinating to just find the parallels in something. And most of the time, a parallel is comparing something into our real world. Mm -hmm. But this one does parallels within itself. Oh, yes. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing. For me, the biggest takeaway from this movie, just right now, honestly, is just the nostalgia flowing back. It's just, I love this movie. I I love the characters. I love the the story. I love the the fact that this movie is probably the reason I love the Wizard of Oz like I do because I grew up on this movie. I just I feel like this movie is is definitely not for everyone. Most no. people will not like this movie. Most people will think this movie is weird, is sketchy, taste. is gross, is dumb, makes no sense. But to me, to me, this movie is like, it takes me back to my childhood again. And I, just, I get to relive seeing Dorothy, seeing, you know, this, this little 10 year old girl who is just so adorable and just going on this adventure and you know her 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 sweet reactions to things and um just reliving those moments from my childhood like remembering some of the dialogue and seeing these characters come back to life again it it's just a beautiful thing for me and it's just it's just something I'll, I'll probably enjoy for the rest of my life oh yeah most definitely so that's just my takeaway is that just this movie is just it's a great reminder it's a great uh, throwback to my childhood and it, it is it is a showing uh, one more thing it's just a good showing of how you can take adaptions of books change them quite a bit but still do very well especially when you take two and put them together oh yeah i'm i'm definitely glad that the wi-fi worked and we got to watch this movie yes we had another one in case it didn't i'm glad we didn't have to watch it we will watch it soon um but we won't spoil that yet all right josh let's get into our final scores we're going to be looking at acting. We're going to be looking at story. We're going to be looking at Thanksgiving. And, of course, we're going to be looking at effects Okay. Um, in this movie, since there was quite a few effects. And, um, you know, we'll say we'll throw in music doesn't really go in anywhere. So we'll throw it in with effects because I, I just want to say this. There's some good music. I want to throw music in there as well. So music with effects. All right, Josh, you're, uh, what would you give the acting in this movie? I would give it. A seven and a half. Nice. Because, you know, Dorothy, Dorothy did a really good job. She did. And, you know, all all the uh, Oz characters, um, mainly the, uh, the, the dressed up, you know, ones, the uh, non-human ones, you know, they're, that was voice acting and whatnot, and they all did. I think I think they well, did. I opinion. think they did pretty good. Yes, yeah, um, like you said, the only thing that that was probably off was was Ozma's acting towards at least towards the beginning. Yeah, um, I think it it got a little. Her acting got a little bit better towards towards the end. Yeah, um, but I would. I would give it a solid seven and a half. Nice. I'm going to go with an eight. Um, Dorothy, I feel like at the beginning, she screwed up a couple of her lines. or almost screwed them up because I remember one time she did like have to, like she stuttered and she's like, I think she almost forgot the line or almost screwed it up and they just kept the take. 
Um, again, Ozma did not do great at the beginning, like you said. And um, but the rest of them, you know, I mean, man, maybe I was just memorized by the nostalgia, but I didn't see like too many more mess ups. So I want to give it a good eight, um, especially for child acting. You you don't get much better child acting than that. Oh yeah, that's um, definitely. But we'll move on to story. Now, let's save story. You know, we'll do story. We'll do effects next, and we'll save story for third. So, Josh, what would you give effects? Effects, and that includes music. It includes music because I couldn't think of any other category we could put it in, unless you want to throw it in your uh, Thanksgiving. But we could just throw it in effects here. We'll throw it in effects. Um, I'll give it. So, so I would say effects be, you know, um, music. Give it the five points, and mm-hmm. then the effects. I'll give it three points. Mm-hmm. So for a total of eight. Okay. Yes. And I, I mean, I can't disagree with you there. I'm, I'm pretty close to you on that one. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go eight and a half. Um, one to go a step above you, so we're not the same. But also because I, the music was great, great. But the effects, none of them bothered me. Not a single one was I like. Okay, this was terrible. This was bad. Yeah. Like, we've come so much further in this, and we can get into that at some point. But yeah, I think, I think. You know, you pointed out the string, which yeah. the string I mean, it which, wasn't there the whole time. Yeah, which is funny though. Like it's like there's oh, the yeah. string for his head. It's just one string. There's clearly more there, but there's one there. And um, you know the the cheesy uh, life powder dust. Yes. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. You know what? Seven and a half. <laughs> Joke. <laughs> um, that life powder dust was awful. I'll be honest. But I mean, it's not like it. It was there for very long. Yeah, it was just there for a few seconds, and it was like the worst effect, but it was great. And then. Them flying or Dorothy falling into the cavern. That was all like crazy, weird stuff. But, but you know, like you talked about the rock faces. The rock faces, even though they were fake looking. Oh, my gosh. They did so well with that, that animation. That it, it, it expressed so many emotions. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It does so well with that. I'm sorry. That is like one of the best parts of the movie. Another like, another great like that I didn't get to mention earlier is that. So I'm going to give it an eight and a half. All right. That's we're good. moving on to story. Josh, what would you give story? Story? nine Mm. because like you know as we've talked about it it takes so much from the books which which is good as a bookworm that's good when when movies you know get their source from the actual source rather than just you know uh, or the thing that bothers me if you're gonna add stuff you might as well just make your own story rather than just like hey this is a, this is the book and movie form. It's like, no, that's not the book and movie form. You're yeah. adding a bunch of crap. That doesn't make it the story whatsoever. Yeah. But um but yeah, they do take a lot from the book, which is good. Definitely. So I would give it a solid nine. A solid nine. A solid no in German. And I'm going to give it a nine as well because the tension there. Again, dislike and alike, that tension they create between the two worlds, which is almost like a step up on the original movie. I love that. Um, Even though I so badly want it to be fully, this happened, this was real. I love that tension. And uh, I just love the way they go with the story combining the two. Like you already said, I can't really say much more. And... An interesting thing is you said you said this is kind of supposed to be a a direct sequel to the movie, and so it, it, it brings about 
you know, it raises the question, you know, in the, in the first movie, you know, it's like, oh, it was just a dream. It was just but a dream. in this one, it's like, was we it? question it because, and so it makes you question. It's like, so was the events of the first movie really a dream? Yeah. And I mean, again, I said that. And now the more I think about it, that, that's a possibility. Like it could be, but at the same time, the way they draw the scarecrow, the way the lion, the lion is more of a lion than he is a man lion. They they do give well, I you. Mean, they could only do so much graphics and. Well, I'm just saying, like they give you the characters that more like how they look in the books than they do in that original movie. Oh yeah. Like they're the the Tin Man looks a lot like he does in the original drawings in the books. Most definitely, yeah. And the lion does and too. The lion and has scarecrow the bow as well. In his hair. Yeah. So, I think this is like a mix of the two as well. And I know I probably said earlier, this is a direct sequel to the movie. We, we don't know that. But I feel like it's like a mix of the two. That's why they keep in the ruby red slippers. That's also why they like do that, the tension between the dream or hallucination or craziness of Dorothy versus it's real. Um, and we didn't mention at the beginning, Dorothy does see a shooting star. And that could have had some dude. Maybe she wished for Oz to be real and maybe came back. Who knows? So anyway, that's a whole new layer we can't add on at the last minute of the podcast. All right, on to enjoyment. Josh, what would you give this enjoyment for this movie? 10. Dang it. I was going to give it a 10, too. Well, give it a 10. Fine. Okay, I'll change 11. it to 9, then. I'll give 9.5. No, you can give it a 10. It's fine. Okay. Um, I Don't don't change your score just because we get the same score, but definitely, for me, I thought, you know, 10, because I love this movie. I enjoyed every second of watching it again. Oh, yeah. And you know, I I only I had only seen it that one other time. We watched it at, at five years ago, four years ago. Yeah, and um, and so I'd I'd actually forgotten quite a bit, um. And you know, and watching it again, it's like, man, this this really was a good movie. It's such a good movie. I love this movie. I'm just I'm just super thankful for this movie. I'm super thankful for. Um, the way it portrays and uh, is faithful to the books and the characters. I'm thankful for the way it's able to give us, uh, especially those who never read the books, they're able to get at least a condensed version of the the next two books in the series. And if they ever read those books, they'd be able to see that. Um, I just I'm, wish they could have met Ozma a little bit more. Yeah, I w- that would have been nice. Um, but I, I love I love this the way this story goes, and I just love this movie so much. And I could talk about it for hours, but we really need to wrap things up here. So. Let's tally up our final scores. All right, so, so we basically both gave it an eight. We almost basically both gave it a nine because I oh, gave it. Okay. You gave it an eight point six two five, which we don't we'll see really. Round up to a nine. We we'll round up to a nine. I give it an eight point eight seven five. I'd round this up to a nine. So we both basically gave this a nine, and we both are huge Wizard of Oz fans, so that makes sense. All right, guys, that is our last feast of Thanksgiving for this month of thanks this month of November. Thank you guys for listening and being with us through all this. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you, Chandler. Thank you, Jake, for coming on the podcast with me. And, um, you know, I know we all couldn't get together. I was hoping we could do one big one at the end. But, uh, Josh, it was nice having you on here, you know, at least to be able to enjoy this movie with you again. Oh, yeah. It was it was nice to return to Oz. Oh, yes. That gummit. That was great. And we hope that you guys will return to Feast of Film next month for December when we start our Christmas marathon. And there's, whoop, whoop. I don't know what I'm calling I'm, it yet. I am so excited for the movies we have planned. Feast the Halls or whatever it's going to be. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Until then, my name for the last time this year is Pilgrim Cole. Puritan Josh, 
Yes. Jake Hawthorne and Chandler, we will set sail on our ship to come back another day to give you more feasts of Thanksgiving. Until then, feast on and stay thankful, my feasters. Feast on. Later, Gators. Thank you.